I'm Alexandra Legui. This is Mindset Unfiltered. Racing is in the blood for this gent, Jan Erlache. His uncle is none other than four times World Touring Car Champion, Ivan Muller. His mother, Kathy, was a respected single-seater racer in her own right, competing in Formula 3 and Formula 3000. And the competitive genes don't stop there, as his father, Eve, was a professional footballer who played for Strasbourg, Lenz, Bastia and Mulhouse. Jan, however, by his own admission, didn't quite inherit the football skills, but his racing ability is being proven time and time again. His success keeps on growing, and I honestly believe it won't be that long before, just like his uncle, we see the words world champion by his name. It's Jan Erlache. Jan Erlache. How old are you now? 23. You're still so young. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's three years we know we know each other. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was 20, now 23. What um what age did you realise that this could be your career? Uh, I was interested in motorsport since quite uh, a lot of years, I mean, since I was a child. But um, I would say around 14, 13, 14, I, I was starting to be really interested in it. And I was like, okay, maybe that's... That can be my work when I was looking even what Ivan was doing and stuff. I was doing some other sports, but I was not really passionate. So I was not good actually. I was doing soccer, but I was really shit. Yeah, yeah I was really bad, really bad. My brother was a professional soccer player, and yeah, of course. I, I, can't, I can't believe how he was still supporting me in this because I was so bad. <laughs> I was doing goalkeeper, then they put me somewhere else, then they. I was bad, really bad. Then I played a bit of tennis. <laughs> he must have been so disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, a bit. But it was it was really nice when I when I think about it now. The general picture, it was really nice because he was always coming with me, supporting me and stuff. But yeah. now, now hoping. I saw some picture. I even met one guy once uh, in my hometown. I met him because he's working in a shop there, and he told me uh, I didn't saw him since like 10, 15 years, and he told me. Uh, I saw you in the newspaper and stuff. It's a good thing that you stop football to to swap to racing because <laughs> soccer was not your thing. Uh, you were that know. rubbish. <laughs> Imagine if you were bad at driving as well. <laughs> you have to go into dance. <laughs> I did some dancing. Did you? Uh, yeah. What yeah, style? Of course. course. Uh, true story. Rock, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, true story. No, no. Yeah. I, don't, I don't say it often, but uh, true story. Yeah, yeah. I did some uh, rock and roll and uh, yeah. Yeah, and I have never seen you do rock and roll. Yeah. What, like, as in... Oh, why will it stop? Um, what, like, actual... With partners? Yeah, I, I did it three or four years. Every every week I had uh, one one or two hours course. Why? I don't know. I felt... I, I was quite <laughs> young. I was, like, uh, somewhere, somewhere around 10 years old. And, uh, yeah, my sister was doing it. I felt that quite quite nice. And I said, okay, that was a good idea. But I stopped and I regret a little bit because uh, I would like to still to know a bit how to, how to dance. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. There is something very cool about it. Um, so what was it like growing up with Ivan? Because, obviously, when you were growing up, he was busy winning multiple world champions, not only, obviously, in the world touring car, but also in the ice driving. Like, that's quite a hero isn't it to have quite an idol to have yeah sure but yeah when I grew up I, I was not like with him a lot I mean uh, okay. when I was young uh, I saw him at the family dinner or when we went to the races one or twice per year maximum 
I, I saw him more on the TV, to be honest. We, we really start to be with each other uh, when I was like around 16 when he put me for the first time in a race car. Mm -hmm. Before that, yeah, it was only family dinner and stuff. Uh, we were not really like in contact, but uh, still we were spending time when we had a uh, few uh, together, but uh, it was not really often. And now you're really close. Now I'm more with him than uh, than with uh, with my mom and father. Yeah. I would say we are living almost uh, next to each other, and uh, all the travel everywhere. We are going to the races with uh, together. Now we do the ice racing as well together. Yeah. So we are together all the time now. The ice racing. I mean, you have just come back from a weekend, haven't you? Doing the Andros Trophy, and you once again kicked butt. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it was a really nice story. Honestly, it's one of the. Yeah, the best achievement I did in my career, I would say, because, okay, it's a French championship. It's not like here, World Touring Cup Cup or whatever. It's a bit more local, but um, it's a bit emotional in, in by the fact that I was there really young, looking at Ivan driving. He won it 10 times, so he's a bit the hero there. Mm. And uh, we arrived for our first attempt, first race, first time I've been on this track and stuff, and we won it straight away. Oh so God. with Ivan behind, giving me advices and stuff, we were really teaming, uh, doing a good team together, and uh, that was a really, really nice story. Yeah. You've got another one next weekend, right? Yes, in Andorra, yeah. Yeah, next weekend. Non-stop. Uh, yeah, especially thermal shock between 7 yeah. plus 30, 35, humidity to minus 10. Oh my God, your body. Yeah, but it's good. Actually, it's good to keep a bit of activity during the winter. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say, like, how do you juggle it all? But actually, it's better to keep going, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and and we are in a way of living. You know, you. If I spend two days in the row at home, I'm getting bored. I don't know what to do. I wake up in the morning, I say, okay, I go to the gym, I go to run, and, and then I, it's now 11 what? in the morning and I, I'm at home and I don't know what to do. So. What do you do then on your off time? I'm training quite a lot. Now I try to be a bit into triathlon, so I'm doing quite a lot of training and stuff. Then uh, the, the things, the normal life, you, you go uh, shopping, uh, buying food, and the, the normal stuff, normal uh, normal life. So, but actually, I, I prefer to be on racetracks or race meeting, uh, testing or stuff because I feel it really boring. I, I'm not really uh, a guy which is playing video games, so no. that's not a part of my uh, my daily daily time. So. Yeah. And how often do you get to see your mates at home? <laughs> I would say once, twice per month. Yeah. I mean, they, they are all living more or less close to my hometown, which is two hours where I live now. Mm -hmm. So sometimes one weekend or two weekends per month, I try to come back closer to, to my hometown so we can, uh, can have some, some fun, party, dinner or whatever together. But uh, that's more during the off-season, which yeah. is really close this year because I have almost no off-season. But uh, during the season, I have almost no time for, for this. No. And, like, you're very... <coughs> You're very motivated, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I I, I realize that I have the it's a, an opportunity that almost all the young drivers want to have to, to drive almost every weekend like I do, and uh, at such a competitive in such a competitive championship as the WTCR is mm. doing the Andros Trophy and all this stuff. I mean, it's a big big chance. And uh, five years ago, I was like doing nothing, and yeah, in five years it changed my life completely. So I mean, I just I'm just enjoying it. What do you think is the next step for you? I, I actually I don't know. I mean, when um, when you make the step to to professional, it's already quite. I mean, 
it's something which is quite difficult to do. But then staying professional, it's almost as difficult as just making this step. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, if I, if I stay in terms of career, if I stay in WTCR, I would be happy. Uh, I mean, uh, in terms of goals uh, and stuff, uh, of course, I want to, to end up champion as soon as possible. But uh, I'm not like uh, next year I have to be champion. No. I'm more like, okay, every weekend I have to learn a little bit more. And when this knowledge will be enough, I will be champion. Uh, I mean, it will come naturally. When I interviewed um, Ivan, he said that he is still learning constantly. And that's the biggest thing for him. That's something that he's learned over his time is that you never stop learning that you have and you have to keep adapting it's not like you get to where he is and go oh there we are i know everything that's that's true and that's why uh, when when i arrive in in this championship already wtcc i realize how um, difficult it is for guys like uh, ivan or andy all the the top guy which are still at the top level uh, after like 30 years because it's not like you do one, two, three years and then it's okay, you have the reputation and the work is done. It's like every single weekend, you, you start almost from zero again mm-hmm. and you have to do redo everything from zero. And and that's why I realized as well when, when they are like getting to 45, 50 and they say we are a bit fed up with racing. Because when you are young, you are like, how can you be fed up with racing? Yeah. But then if you take the general picture and you try to, to understand this, it's a bit easier to understand because it's like every weekend you have the stress, you have to to put yourself uh, yeah question on the question mark and you have to, to redo everything from zero. So I can understand sometime after years and years you can be tired of this. It's not my case at all, but uh, yeah, I can understand guys like this. They are at the top since so many long so 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 many years. So and the motorsport world is quite ruthless. Like you're as good as your last championship or as good as your last race sometimes. It can be really ruthless. Yeah, yeah. So, you, I mean, uh, you, you never know when it will stop because no. uh, you are here, but you are you can have like three years contract, and after these three years, you can be like nowhere again. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's always difficult, and that's why every weekend you have to show and prove again. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's a bit like every sport, I think. Not only motorsport is like mm. this. It's like there is a lot of people at the bottom. And there is not a f- not a lot; just a few are selected to be professional. Yeah. And if you want to stay in this group, it's it, okay. You need uh, the work, you need the talent, but you need a little bit uh, good opportunities and uh, a bit some time of luck to to stay there. Yeah, definitely. What do you think is the hardest thing about your world? The hardest thing. That's a tough question, actually. I would say um, the hardest thing is to be to be competitive all the time because mm. you have, as you said, you have to adapt, and uh, that's something which is not easy. And you have so many factors that are included in, in the package. Like okay, you have the mechanics, you have uh, all the yeah, you can have issues on the car, technical issues. You can uh, you can be on a bad day and stuff. And to to stay there at this level, you need to to yeah to have all this in the right uh, composition mm-hmm. and that, that's re- that's really hard you can have like a bad sequence of few races and you are nowhere without really understanding why mm-hmm. and and that's a bit tough to yeah to understand them yeah it's <clears throat> winning a championship or even winning a race over the weekend is much harder than just 
than just the, the winning bit, isn't it? Yeah. There's yeah. just so much more that comes into play, especially now with how close yeah. you are. A, t- a small mistake is, is, you know, more than a second in your screw, don't you? Sure, even not a second. Yeah. But as you say, it's when I remember when uh, before I, I won my first race, WTCC or WTCR, in my head was like, it's just impossible to win a race because yeah. you have to make a proper quality. You have to make a, yeah, a good lap in the quality without any mistakes and stuff. You mm. have to be lucky because maybe the other cars will be quicker than you, but they will be on the bad lap. Then you have to do the start well. You have to uh, go through the first corner. If there is a safety car, the restart, all these factors. Mm. And in my head was like, there is too many factors. It's just impossible to get them all right to, to, to win a race. Then when you do it, you realize, okay, there is a lot of factor, but sometimes just everything goes well and it goes like you, you don't even think about this and you win. So, yeah, but... How do you deal with those times where it really doesn't go well? Are you good at... No, no, I'm not. Not at all. <laughs> I'm not at all. I think uh, uh, I still remember a few races four years ago and I'm still mad about them. <laughs> and that, that, that's really bad. I mean, and that's uh, a strength. If, if you can evacuate this, uh, like two hours after the race, if you can, you are able to evacuate all this, you, that, that can be a, a big strength because you don't lose all the energy and all the, the vibes in, the, in this kind of uh, negative mm. thinking. And I, I'm not good at this. I have uh, now since... Um, Few, few, yeah, let's say years, months. Uh, a mental preparator that yeah. I, I call him or I manage to, to see him between the races, just to speak about all the frustrations to get them out, mm. because that's really important to have a clear mind. I, I see. Uh, even was he's a bit like me um, when we have like a bad weekend after the race like you are like why I didn't did this why this why this but at the end it's done the past you will never change so let's focus on what's what's happened next but it's not easy to do do you have a mantra you know a thing that you say to yourself over the weekend uh, uh, what sorry something that you repeat to yourself to keep you positive and focused and yeah, I have yeah like a talk let's say mm-hmm. I have far too much really far, yeah I'm that, negative that's... and positive uh, no, only, I mean, if I don't do them, I, I feel a little bit unprepared. Yeah. But it's like a lot of things, things that I don't even uh, think about it as it's, yeah, it's like rituals and stuff. Mm-hmm. It takes me so much time. And what even, sort of things? Ah, I can't tell everything. Yes, you can. <laughs> tell me one. One. Well, for, for example... Okay, now I'm trying to get rid of this because it takes, I mean, it takes energy as well and I prefer to focus my energy on something else, but I, I can't escape. It's like uh, on the formation lap, when the, um, okay, you, you, you go out, I, I cross my fingers three times and then I touch my, my neck under the helmet, my neck, the bottom of my head three times. And I do the sequence three times, in one time in approximately each sector. And then I feel I feel ready to race. But the yeah. thing is that sometimes I did it and I crash in first corner. But I keep doing it because I don't know. You just uh, because I, at some point it worked. Yes. Yeah, so, and and I just when I finish this, I'm like, yeah. Now I'm I'm set. Yeah. My my mind is full ready for for the race and uh, I'm free. But maybe that's just a, a form of focus. You know, it doesn't. It's not about the actual actions of what you're doing, but it's a way of like narrowing your mind. Exactly to be in the moment and ready yeah. and just a little bit 
closer, isn't it? To completely. I, I do this because when I finished it, I, I felt like all all which what is surrounding me disappear and I'm full focus on what I do. But I'm just trying with my uh, mental preparator to, to reduce the sequence because it's quite long to do yeah, about that. Like, <laughs> it takes me like, uh, oh, okay, you touch, you cross the finger and stuff. <laughs> Especially track like Macau, it's a bit complicated to do. You've got quite a lot to deal with, and if it rains like this tomorrow, then you want to have your hands on the steering wheel. No, no, no. no. And if I crash in the outlap because of this, it will be tough to explain to the guys. Can you imagine? That's the first thing I'll be asking you when I interview you. (laughs) (laughs) What else? What else do you have? Do you have anything when you're on the grid and when the race is about to start? What do you mean? If just after your formation lap, yeah. is there anything that you do in particular, like Norby I know completely zones out, closes his eyes, almost does a form of meditation, Ted does visualizations? No, I don't do it. What I try to do is when we do the, um, the practice start on the formation lap, I, I simulate it's the, it's the proper start. So I put the adrenaline in myself, I put the pressure, the stress, everything in, in this moment. So I'm like at uh, 160 beats on, on the earth rate. Just to, because when I do this, I feel much more relaxed on the real start because yeah. my peak of adrenaline is gone. And then for me, the race is started already. And when I arrive on the grid, uh, I'm like at under 100 uh, uh, RPM in the in the earth rate and I feel much more relaxed. God, that's such a good yeah. tactic. Is that something that your mental coach taught you or is it something that you developed yourself well even experimented so i say okay let's 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 try it and i did it and now honestly i feel really relaxed at the start because it's so easy when when you have the pressure to to lose a little bit the 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 mind and stuff and then you can make a full start or stuff like this and honestly, I'm I'm so relaxed. Sometimes I, I'm surprised how I, I, I'm relaxed on the grid. Like when I started from Paul in Macau, uh, la, the, the race before, I was so relaxed. I was not even not even stressed on the grid. Wow. And but I think you need the kind of stress. I have a bit of. You always have a bit of pressure in you, mm-hmm. but it's good when you you have you are like some 100 percent there. <coughs> this weekend, um, Norby potentially could win the championship and the difference with him mentally from any other year that I've seen to this weekend is he's like a completely different mind I would say that he's much more like Ted or Ivan R that I see all the time um and it's like he's also done that so do you sort of see that as you develop as a driver that that's something that is just going to start becoming much more natural to you yeah it starts to very became, important. Yeah, it's important. I, I think because when when you are a driver, you are doing like a winter testing. You do a lot of physical preparation, but I think we are a bit underestimated the the mental aspect, and uh, which is one of the the biggest one and the most important one. When I see uh, first, I, I saw Ted in 2017. Um, when he won this this championship, he, he was so strong in the mind. Yeah, and, and that's. That's why he was world champion. I think sometimes you, for example, uh, I feel some track you, you can be a bit uh, slower than uh, your teammates, but it's just a matter of if you are like, if you have a good serenity and you are focused and straight in your mind, you don't do mistakes. Even if the other guys are a bit quicker, you compensate because you will not do the mistake they will do. Mm. And that's the most important thing. And I think, okay, that's true. Norby was quite regular during the year. And uh, it looks like he made a step, not in the driving, because he was quick already. Mm. Maybe just in the mind. 
and that's important. Ted, I mean, he has quite an interesting, the visualizations and he has the triggers and things like that as well. He obviously really fiercely works on his mental preparation. It's really interesting, the process. Um, what is your purpose? Do you have a, you know, like, what is it that drives you to do it all? What do you mean? What's your reason for it all? Like, is it for the the fame, the fortune? What is it that makes Jan want to do this so much? Actually, we have, we have like a family with quite a, a strong uh, character mm. since my grandparents and stuff. And um, <clears throat> I think when we do something, we do it fully, fully right, or, or we don't. Because uh, there is no point to do something in between or halfway, and I was always a bit teach and uh, directed like this. And when I start uh, racing, it was because I, I liked the. Okay, I was passionate. That's for sure. Uh, but I, I like the fact that, uh, yeah, you have to to act as a professional, and uh, you have to make everything right together. And these kind of things, like when you arrive to Quali, you, you set up the car, all these, these things that you have to put together, I, I'm really interested in this. Mm. And, and I really like when we are sat- satisfied after a weekend to say, yeah, okay, we did this right, we changed this, and that was a good idea. All this, that, that's all my, my motivation every, every single race I arrive. We start from zero, something new, new track. Even if it, it's a track you know, it's another year, it's another uh, circumstances. So, yeah, I, I like to, to build something and see the see the result. And, uh, yeah, my life is fully dedicated to this. That's why, uh, yeah, I just enjoy every single, single bit. If you could create a dream team, you plus three other drivers, doesn't matter, dead or alive, touring car, not touring car, it doesn't matter... Dead Who would life. you choose and why? I, I would take, for, first of all, I would take Ivan, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because um, first, yeah, I will say the, the two others, but when you have two people from the same family in the same team, when you are teammate with someone, you have already a good relationship with him compared to the opponents. But when you are in the same family, the trust is even bigger and... I mean, this kind of relationship is quite an advantage for us because nobody else has this kind of yeah. trust. You can be best friends, it will never be the same. No. So I will take Ivan first, that, that's for sure. Then uh, I will go for, for uh, Hamilton because yeah, the guy I will say is because I, I know that uh, I have something to learn from them which can make me better. So I, I think he has... He has some stuff that uh, in his mental preparation, m- mentally is over the, over everybody. I would say because uh, when you when you look at the way he's behaving and stuff, the quality he's doing, everything he's always like optimizing everything. So I, I would take him, and um, for the the story and uh, to be a bit retroactive on the on the things to see a bit the the racing how it was before, I would take uh, Senna. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a great team. That would be insane. Can you imagine? That would be insane, yeah. <laughs> What's your relationship with social media? Because, like, we've talked about all of the other aspects, the fitness, the mental, uh, you know, and the, and the talent, but there's, just, there's so much more as well to the package, isn't there? And social media is something else. And as a youth, um, it's your world. But is it as useful or as helpful as it's? I would say useful, not much. 
helpful sometimes it can be uh, because sometimes yeah you have some when you, when you share things uh, there is always people that are not able to, to come to the races and stuff mm-hmm. and they can a bit uh, leave the story be, between uh, you and them uh, by the social media so it's always nice to see the, their feedback and stuff I, I'm trying to answer to everybody that send me some message and stuff so for this aspect is is good when you are young you you spend a little bit too much time on those social media and uh, that's a bit of a, a drug let's say and uh, sometimes it's too much because you can take this time to do something a bit more useful <laughs> and then because uh, of course on the on the the social you have like people that likes you you have people that doesn't but uh, honestly I'm not really if there is people that say uh, bullshit on me on the social uh, it's not affecting it me affect at all. Not, not not a single bit. So for me, it's only positive things. I mean, I, I like to share things. I don't like I, I don't share too much my personal life. Like uh, I mean, I don't take picture of everything. Mm. It's more for the the racing, the results and stuff. Sometimes I post things a bit different to make it a bit more funny. But uh, but that's it for me. For me, it's it's positive. Yeah, positive. Good. Yeah. So Kelvin Fletcher in the UK, he drives in the uh, British GT, yeah. and he's also in Strictly Come Dancing. Would you ever do anything like that? Oh. <laughs> not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, I have nothing wrong against guys like this, and uh, the, the, the yeah. yeah, I'm not sure I will do something like this. To be honest, um, yeah. I would say it can be funny and maybe you can learn a few things about uh, the human being, let's say. But I'm not sure I would be I would be good for this, honestly. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not really. Uh, I'm not an actor. And, uh, You're a dancer. We we remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Strictly come dancing might be you. <laughs> yeah. That's something you will uh, you will remind me, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll put you into it. So no, I I think I, I will no no I, w- I would say no if if someone proposed me something like this I, I would say no. I, I prefer to do stuff like uh, uh, wild uh, vs nature or oh, something God, like yeah, this. I'd like to do that. Yeah, that that would be more my my, my yeah, thing. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That would be fun. Good. What um is next for you? You have to now. You go to the town, don't you, and do yes. esports. Kuala Lumpur for the for the final of the esports. Honestly, it's the kind of things I, I like to see because uh, there is um, like the guys which are playing, playing driving. Let's say uh, they are really good, yeah, professional, and, and it's quite uh, enjoyable to watch the, the races they are doing. And it's nice to see because uh, you, you saw them on the TV, and as the video games are getting more and more realistic, you watch the TV, you feel it's a proper race, and then you you see them going out of the cockpit of the virtual gaming. It's yeah, it's nice, and I think it's. A discipline in the future which will be bigger and bigger. Yeah. It's a whole new world that yeah. Yeah.